The title of my homily this morning is Lessons from the Magi. As I was praying about what I would preach about this weekend, several ideas, several lessons came to mind, each of which could have been developed into a full homily. But instead of going that route, I decided I'd mention each of these lessons very briefly in the hope that one or more of them will contain a personal message for you, a message that the Holy Spirit knows you need to hear this morning. So here they are. Lesson number one that we learned from the Magi. Do not fall for the lie. Do not fall for the post-enlightenment lie which says that religion and science are enemies. The Magi were people of science and religion, and we should be as well. God, after all, is the author of every truth, whether that truth happens to be in the realm of science or it happens to be in the realm of faith. If we perceive a contradiction between the truth of religion and the truth of science, then the problem is with us, not with God. We've misunderstood something. As I said in a letter I once wrote to a scientist, religion needs science to explain the mechanics of the universe. Science needs religion to explain the meaning of the universe. That's lesson number one that we learned from the Magi. Lesson number two, life is a journey, a rough journey at times. But with perseverance, you can reach your ultimate destination. The Magi, in all likelihood, were from ancient Persia, which is modern-day Iran. Thus, their journey to Bethlehem was probably about 1,000 to 1,200 miles in distance and probably took them several months. Can you imagine how much perseverance they needed to ride on the back of camels for that long? Ouch. Lesson number three from the Magi. Always give the best that you have to Jesus Christ. Always. Magi gave three gifts, three precious gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. That was the best they had. They gave those gifts to the newborn king in Bethlehem. We're to give the Lord our best by giving our best effort in every situation of life. First of all, in our vocation as a husband, a father, wife, a mother, a priest, a religious, whatever it happens to be. We're to give our Lord our best by giving our best effort at work, at school, and by serving others in our families, in our church, in our community. Lesson number four that we learned from the Magi. Never allow evil people to keep you from Jesus Christ. Never. The Magi did not allow Herod, as evil as he was, to keep them from Jesus. But unfortunately, many men and women today do allow people who are evil or maybe I should say people who they think are evil, to keep them from the Lord. How often, for example, have you heard somebody say, oh, I don't go to church, because all those people who go to church every week, they're a bunch of hypocrites. Isn't it nice to be talked about in such a loving way? On a personal note, I don't care if everybody in church is an axe murderer, which I don't, by the way, but if I did... I'm not going to let those people keep me from my Savior. I'm not going to let them deprive me of the forgiveness and the help and the comfort 
that Jesus Christ and only Jesus Christ can give me. Lesson number five from the Magi that we learn. Follow the light. Follow the right light. I hope you realize if the Magi followed another star, any other star in the heavens, they would not have arrived in Bethlehem. They would not have met Jesus as they did. They would have ended up somewhere else. If we want to meet Jesus in heaven someday, we need to be guided by the principles of our Catholic faith, not the latest pop culture philosophy. The opening prayer of the Mass of Epiphany, the old prayer, opening prayer, said it perfectly. It said, Father, you revealed your Son to the nations by the guidance of a star. Lead us to glory in heaven by the light of faith. It's the light of our Catholic faith. Lesson number six from the Magi. Be open to God's direction and to God's redirection. Sometimes God wants to redirect us in our lives. Most of us priests, for example, we're not always planning to be priests. But somehow, in some way, we got redirected through circumstances or through people or in some other way. The Magi were also open to God's redirection. As we heard at the end of today's Gospel, the Lord used a dream to warn them not to go back to Herod. So the scripture says they, quote, departed for their country by another way. God redirected them. Lesson number seven, Jesus Christ will accept anyone, anyone, but they must bend the knee to him. Remember, the Magi were not Jews, they were Gentiles like most of us. In fact, they were the very first Gentiles, the very first non-Jews to worship Jesus. Matthew, who wrote for Jewish converts to Christianity, included this story in his Gospel to make it clear to his readers that Jesus came to save the whole world. Not just the Jews, but Gentiles as well. Remember this, if you think you've done something for which you cannot be forgiven. Jesus Christ will accept anyone, as long as they, like the Magi, bend their knee to him, especially through repentance and confession. It's as simple as that. And finally, lesson number eight. Make sure you don't try ever to be a Lone Ranger Christian. Make sure, in other words, that you surround yourself with other believers in your life who will support you on your journey to Jesus in heaven. We all need people in our lives who will encourage us to do the right thing. We all need people in our lives who will encourage us to be faithful to God. If we don't have that kind of support system in place, it's very easy to get off the narrow road, the narrow road that leads to eternal life. Well, the Magi were in a similar situation. We don't know how many of them there were, but we know there were at least two, since the word in Scripture is plural. So think about it, a 1,200-mile journey from Persia over rough roads, dangerous roads. If there had been only one, what are the odds he would have been able to make that journey successfully all by himself? The odds are very low. I'm sure there were many discouraging moments in that trip 
moments when these men needed to encourage one another and motivate one another and even push one another. We need that same kind of support in our lives if we're going to make it to heaven. There really is no such thing as a Lone Ranger Christian. So there you have it, my brothers and sisters, eight lessons from the Magi. Which lesson or which lessons hit home with you? Hopefully at least one did. It's probably different for everyone here, but one thing we do have in common. It's the need to act on what we've heard. It does us no good whatsoever to hear a word, a message from the sacred scriptures, unless we also make every effort to live it. As Jesus once said, blessed are those who hear the word of God and who keep it. May each of us be so blessed as the Magi were 2,000 years ago.